Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello everyone and welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our weekly news roundup. There's fucking three of us today. It's me, your boy Troy, your man Jay, and the man like Stacks Cliff. How are you boys? Happy America Day! Aye! Yeehaw! Happy 4th of July! <laughs> I knew there was an ulterior most of <laughs> Aaron's come to just kind of lower the tone a little bit, hasn't he? Oh, I get the fucking the just drivel and the drivel, yeah. drivel. Aye, he, he wanted he wanted to, to join the fun after playing some fall guys. Didn't yeah. he? It's, it's what it's what the people want to hear. Of course it is. That's what it is. Couldn't get enough of you from last time round. Uh, exactly. Back, back by popular demand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. We've got uh, quite a bit of news to get through. Uh, we've got uh, we're not going to do a full review, but we'll we'll talk about a couple of bits from the most recent WWE premium live event uh, money in the bank which actually uh, we'll do first we'll get straight into kick off with wwe news um what were the matches on this since we had the women's money in the bank ladder match uh, which was won by Liv morgan which i think we can universally agree was the right decision yeah shame the match was shite though oh it wasn't the best was it uh how is i i still haven't watched it uh, you just don't bother. It was botches galore. But like th- this is, call me sexist, pig all you want. It was shite. I mean, you are so. It was shite. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't. It wasn't a great match. But the outcome uh, and the winner was very much almost good. every single ladder spot they managed to fuck up. Mm, shot she landed on her head on one of them. Uh, oh yeah, but we'll show a replay of when it happened when she could have got a concussion. Yeah, it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Liv Morgan uh, wins the Money in the Bank uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, we then got the United States Championship match: Bobby Lashley against Theory. Bobby Lashley wins, three-time United States champion. That was all right. It, it took a little bit to get going, but when it did, I, I thought it was quite fun. I never seen a backward spear, so I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> a backward spear. I, I fully expect a backward spear every Lashley match now. Brilliant. As you should. As yeah. you should. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think it was too bad a match. It was really nice to see Lashley win. Is he? Is he a baby face now or what? Yeah. I don't know. He's I don't watch enough to know. Since, um, Mania. Has he? Yeah, because he was fighting almost at Mania. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, well, I tried to erase that from my mind because it was fucking dog turds. Um, what else have we got? We got the Raw Women's Championship match. Uh, Bianca Belair against Carmella with Bianca Belair retaining. Uh, meh. It was all right, I guess. No, it was Mella. You what? It was Mella who was in it, not meh. Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> Got him. <laughs> well, that's correct. You say the answer, but you know. 
Stop being so Carmella dramatic. <laughs> oh God, don't start this. We're gonna get I fucking... your Carmella down, pal. We're gonna get a fucking Tony D'Angelo joke next, aren't we? Oh. Anyway, that match was Mela. There you go. <laughs> Give it you. Uh unified WWE tag team championships, street profits against the Usos. Uh this for me was probably the best match of the night. Oh, it was by far a match of the night. Yeah. By far. Again, took a little bit of time to get going, but when it did, I, it was I fucking on fire. I can't remember if I come in for this or not. Mm, <sighs> like, towards the end, maybe? Yeah. It, it was still, it was like a good match. It was by far a match of the night, but it still wasn't a fantastic match. It was still like a three and You'd a half. Maybe... Maybe involved. four at a push. Okay. Out start star wise. Anyway, mm. three, three and a half, four. Thanks, Dave. Aye, <laughs> hey, I added star ratings are here to save the day. Don't you worry. The the big thing, the big talking point at the back of this was actually that uh, Montez Ford's shoulder was up on the pin that got the Usos the victory. So we're going to get another match from them. Yay! Do Not we like think? The- Rematches, is it? Wow, yeah, that's true. Um, do you think the street profits are taking it off them when we eventually get that next match? Um, based on some of the new stuff, possibly not. Mm. Uh, well, um, Mon- we'll get on to that a little later, yeah. Montez Ford is looking wham. He is- <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously, this is just an audio podcast, but Aaron's drinking a bottle of oh, god, is that a Wham water, as in wham flavored water. Wham flavored water. Oh, only in Scotland. Jesus Christ. Hey, it's in Iceland as well. Yes, um, only gonna, Scottish I'm Icelands. Try, I'm going to try and find one in a Liverpool Iceland. I'm going to pop down to the one later on and have a look after this. That's right. Maybe some some like fruit salad water as well. I, d- yep. I do like wham bar. I like a wham bar, but not in water. <laughs> Why not? Hey, you don't know till you've tried it. That's true. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That is true. Um, but yeah, uh, the Usos beat uh, the Street Profits in, yeah, what I think we can all agree was match of the night. Uh, and then we got the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Ronda Rousey against Natalia. The match was meh again. But <laughs> the big talking point out of this is we got Liv Morgan cashing in on the night to beat Ronda Rousey and become new SmackDown Women's Champion. So, so you're telling me, former star MMA, like, fucking fighter, Ronda Rousey, got put through her paces by Natalia for the oh, Liv Morgan to get the upper hand. Is that what also, you're telling me? Also, Liv Morgan is the first person in WWE to pin both of Ronda's shoulders to the mat and win a match. <laughs> Actually, no, the Charlotte, Peter. Was it by DQ or? Oh, Sorry, what? Charlotte no, Charlotte Peter. rolled her up. Charlotte rolled her up. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I didn't know that fact. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, cool. Ronda least... and Natalia was a bit of a drag. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, I agree. Gasp. Um, I think <laughs> I was at that point. Um, at least, uh, you know, striking while the iron's hot would live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I mean, I was I was being sarcastic there, mate. Uh, uh, <laughs> get, get, give it but, less than know, a month. You know when they put that documentary out about it, like last year, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, it's it's fucking Liv Morgan's time." Mm-hmm. Just, just call me mad, but that might have been a good time to uh, put the belt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, aye. Right. SummerSlam's 28 days away. She's holding that title for less than a month. She's going to lose that back to Ronda, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Um, and then also, finally... another another women's uh, cash-in where it's happened basically on the night or the night after. Hmm. Like, if, if... There's no longevity in it. Like, what happened to it? Let's hold it for six months and, and tease yeah. and DTs. If they were, if they were like that arsed about putting Liv in the title picture, just put her in the fucking title picture. Mm. Don't, don't like either have a win money in the bank and then like hold on to it for for ages or put her in the title picture. Don't fucking because because as long as someone, but as long as someone like say a Ronda or a Charlotte is champion. They're never going to build someone up to the level where they can just beat them in a one-on-one by giving them the money in the bank briefcase is almost the coward's way out by going, well, we're not going to have and them beat them clean and straight. We're going to have them come in and cash it in afterwards when they're weak because they're not good enough to go one-on-one with them in a regular match. The thing is though, you say that, but when they wrote live off tally for like a year, mm. that was all down to her losing a match against Charlotte. Mm. And then like next time I'm going to be like a real, like credible, like challenger. Yeah. That would rope itself. All they had to do was have a come true. and be ch- true, true. Generally so, speaking, though, aside from this, yeah, I, well, I, I get that, but yeah, that's them just need to fucking be better, isn't it? Mm, very true. To treat women's division better, stop fucking well, not just the women's division, both fucking divisions. Mm. Stop having like this all divisions, fucking... tag and singles, men's yeah, and women's. Yeah, 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 stop having like this one, like, like one person or one group of people at the very top. That no one can it like get close to aspiring to because there's a fucking imaginary glass ceiling there between mm. them. Uh, because move- when injuries or when they take time off, then it's like abundantly clear that there's not the fucking talent there. Or when talent walk out, mm-hmm. let's move on to the last match anyway. Uh, men's Money in the Bank ladder match <clears throat> featured uh, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Madcap Moss, Riddle, and Omos. Uh, and then, as the match is about to start, uh, Adam Pearce comes out and announced that Theory will be the final entrant into the match. Um, I think as soon as they announced that, most of us collectively said, that's him winning, winning it. Then. Yeah. Which he did. Uh, so, yay. Cool. As much as we're cry- yeah. crying about it, it makes sense. He's Vince McMahon's boy, isn't he? Mm. Like you're well, meant to hate um you're meant to hate that you get shortcuts. You're yeah. meant to hate it, it works. Mm. It, it, there's a little bit of him in theory. Ah, ah Vince McMahon no. takes selfies on the reg. Uh I see it all the time on his oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter. It's definitely, it's definitely selfies I'm on about. Yeah. <laughs> How do you see it playing out with him as money in the bank, Mr. Money in the Bank? Then how do you see it uh, in I terms think... of a cash in, when that might happen, against who? I think they'll have a baby face beat Roman and he'll he'll cash in and just win it like a shit bag afterwards. Mm. I was speaking some work mates earlier on way, of a similar kind of stance the on they, that. The way they can do it is have Roman like lose by like fuckery because they're not gonna like have Roman lose clean ever. Mm. Um or by like a roll up or something, and after the match people living shit out of whoever's took the belt off him. Yeah. And then theory just comes out and like pins them, and then yeah, I thought that, and it, I thought it could be it would be Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle, and then theory cashes in. Then 
that sounds yeah. like a very beautiful thing to do. And then we get, say, Cody or Seth win the Rumble to face him I mean, at Mania. The logical thing to do would be to just like have Roman keep all of the belts till Mania and have Cody beat him at Mania. Mm. That's the logical thing because Cody's a guy who wants to be in the position Roman's in mm. and is willing to work all the fucking dates that Roman doesn't want it. Yeah. That, that's the easy fucking route around it. Everyone seems to want Cody to be in that position anyway. Like, true, true. makes sense. Yeah. Cody but, is our hero. Sure. Aye. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> um, we'll move off the results of Money in the Bank, uh, however, but sticking with Money in the Bank, if that makes sense. Uh, the finishers for Money in the Bank weren't told to any of the wrestlers until the day of the show, according to Fightful Select. Last minute booking? Fuck, nah. nah that no before. chance. Nah. Playing <laughs> a long-term yeah. storytelling in that. And... Um, also, Money in the Bank, one thing we didn't talk about was the spooky big vignettes that I had in an ominous fashion, um, which it has had the internet a buzz um, fight for select has been told that the working plan for them is to represent Edge. There were several indicators involved, specifically crosses representing Christian, the Hardys, like sleeve things, Dudley Boy's glasses, and um, all the references to his biggest foes, including a Latino Heat. Um, like number plan. like, like those sort of, those those some sort of reference to the Undertaker in there as well, but I can't remember what it was now. Why 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 is Edge and Eddie a rivalry? I don't recall had- this big rivalry. They had to, they had quite quite a big rivalry. Um, it was the it was like in two thousand and two two thousand and three. Over I can't remember what it was now. The other the other lad the matches like the blow off. It was a really good match. Okay, still holds up to this day. Not a lad the match. Sorry, no DQ match. Right, right. Yeah, still I think a lot of people thought initially that that vignette was a Bray Wyatt thing, didn't they? And then there was talk that they thought it might be uh, Gabe Stevenson, Gable Stevenson. Um, with the, the Olympic medal, and oh, then... yeah, the gold medals for Kate, yeah, yeah, all... uh, but the, yeah, people, as it turns out, it's Edge. It was going to be a Undertaker's podcast as well. Oh, really? Yeah, but then because that's meant to be getting announced soon, but then the old uh, the, the fact that you saw like the silhouette of the person, it was like, oh, yeah, it's clearly Edge. Hmm. Interesting, kind of like double that. Should we move on then? What we got next? Logan Paul is officially part of the WWE family no, and thank our you. hearts. Logan no, Paul you. made his WWE debut at WrestleMania 38. And while he was training for that event, Logan made it very clear that he was comfortable in the WWE setting and felt as though he could do it on a more regular basis. Now he has officially signed a contract at WWE. Uh, Shared the news on social media. I'm not comfortable with him in any setting. Why? He's a fucking prick, and you know he is. He's, he's the better brother. Is he? Fucking he, hell, that says a lot. He's the better brother. Wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I Jake, mu- Jake Paul's a fucking... Do you not remember when Jake Paul showed up in the pre-show for WrestleMania and started swearing on the pre-show? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, him. <laughs> Hang on, which is the one that went to Japan and did all that nonsense? Uh, that was Logan Paul. Right, that, okay. Don't worry about that. Yeah, that's... Weapons great shit. That's... 
I mean, that's tame. <laughs> it's no, no difference from some of the other people on the fucking box, mate. It's probably, probably not as bad. Um, one thing I will say is it's a very like frugal move in the sense that he's got kind of like that crossover appeal. He's obviously got like a very big following on like YouTube and other social media platforms. Um, and he's kind of, he wanted to like separate himself from being like a YouTuber to like more of like a personality than he so like that's why he's doing all the boxing and stuff like that and that's why now he's transitioned to that and also let's be honest he he surprised everybody at media it was a bit like a bad bunny situation where it was like okay yeah he's he's, he's actually taking it seriously and training yeah but bad bunny didn't come in being a piece of shit not that yeah, you know of. not that i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just don't like yeah, him that that's the point that's the point mate no, it's not because it's not a character, is it? That's him as a person being an actual piece of shit. It's not a character. It's not like MJF, is it? Some say exactly your character is just you turned up to eleven. That's. But my point is, Logan Paul isn't the cat. Like he is just a known prick. Oh yeah, yeah no, one hundred percent. But exactly. For some reason, people like him, so it's a good business move. Is what I'm people, saying. People like an arsehole. Fucking hell! Credit to him. Crack on. <laughs> Like what? Getting getting famous because because you're walking around like a cunt because because you, you're being an arsehole because oh, yeah, yeah. you're disrespectful because you're a gobshite. Like how how does that get you fucking fame? Jesus! If I knew that that was the secret to making millions of dollars, I'd be walking around like a fucking arsehole twenty four seven. I mean, Fuck you it. do that anyway. Um, hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good business move, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's like when they got Ronda. Ronda was a fucking huge name. She was doing films. She was doing them. Like, just retired from the UFC. And then they went, all right, well, do you want to come to us? The, the point the point is, it's a cro- it's a crossover appeal is that, uh, that I'm making. The only thing that would ruin it if they go, oh, we want to claim your name, so can we change your name? It doesn't work with Logan Paul because everyone already knows who he is. It's not like well, it's just some I, I, person off the indie scene. Something tells me that he's gonna have a bit more like creative license for what he does. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like when they put the WCW title on our kettle over again, isn't it? Like you're not gonna see Logan Paul in NXT 2.0. He's going straight in there. Ah, uh, he's 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 the throne Roman, and he makes. Logan Paul is he's beating theory. For the money in the bank briefcase and then taking it to Mania, Seth Rollins style. That's what's happening. The heist of the century. <laughs> every, the everyone, century. <laughs> everyone saw blonde guy to win the belt, just not the one we think. Should we should we move on from a uh, our old mate Logan then? Go on then. So it was you next. No, mate. Sorry, pal. It is. No, it is. <laughs> June 27th, WWE Raw saw a very unique situation uh, with AEW talent Paul White and Brian Danielson appearing on John Cena's congratulations videos for his 20-year anniversary. We're told that the situation was very straightforward in making it happen. The idea was pitched and then AEW founder Tony Khan uh, was contacted in order to see if he'd be okay with it. Given the circumstances surrounding the videos, he said he would be okay with the videos and provided approval. A WWE source told us that they were able to land virtually everyone they'd hoped for for the congratulations video. 
It's nice. Uh, who else was on it? I haven't seen it. I know, obviously, Paul White, aka Big Show, and Brian Danielson. Uh, Jericho and Mark Henry recorded one, which didn't make Raw, but I think they put it on YouTube. Okay. That's nice. Um, yeah. You, you notice how it would never happen the other way, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we get like a congrats video from a couple of your wrestlers on AEW? But, but I mean, if, if, they, ask, if they ask Cody, they definitely would. If you ever ask for the return favor, no, 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 no. You yeah. reckon? Nah, they won't let I, any I mean, WWE folks show up. I really? I reckon so. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they hadn't have asked for like people for like the Brody one mm. and said no. But I suppose that was when they thought there was a fucking like war and all that bullshit. Um, the Cold War. Be- <laughs> well, fucking hell. It's only a war in the mind of the fucking the fucking guys with the brainworms on Twitter. Brainworms. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the fucking imaginary war. Like, idiots that won't fucking like say the name of because then it'll give them fucking more publicity. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it's weird because well, WWE allowed the AJ Styles to do on that uh, impact, didn't he? Mm. Slam of so maybe they are. I, I mean, who knows? It, it could it could be literally like this is part of like a Nick Khan thing or a Stephanie McMahon thing where they're like they're wanting to because Triple H said he wants to he wanted to work with other companies, mm. and obviously Triple H has come and got like a bit more power now because uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh maybe maybe this is part like partly a thing with him um because th- there have been like there have been discussions with like wb and aw and other companies before about other things mm. so it's not it's not completely out of the realm of possibility mm. but yeah I do agree with Aaron, though. If they ask for something the other way, I doubt, I doubt they'll, be, they'll be as cooperative. Do you mean AEW specifically asking or any other promotion? Because as yeah, you say, I think like AEW specifically. I yeah. think AEW yeah. specifically, but then who knows? Because I think I think the AJ thing was more down to the fact that, from what I understand, WWE um, returning the favor because of Mickey James being in the Rumble. Ah, uh, fair. So they said, well, can we have AJ record like a video package for our show? Yeah. yeah. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, who knows? I, I, as I said, I'm with Aaron. I, I think I think if it was the other way, WWE would be a little bit less, less pleased to reciprocate the offer, especially given like you look at him um, with Kyrie saying when she wanted to appear in a video package for like the start of the anniversary yeah. show and she was still under contract with WWE and they were like, absolutely not. And yeah, I was like, yeah. that was literally just her recording a video package like mm. on a phone to appear on a show. Yeah. So, who knows? Uh, anyway, let's get moving with this. Uh, WWE star Kevin Owens is currently dealing with a minor injury, according to a new report. Um, according to PW, inside of the injury was the reason KO missed the, this week's episode of Raw. Owens has been scheduled to wrestle Elias, Ezekiel, or Elrod in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Um Dave Meltzer, speaking on Wrestling Observer Radio, would refer to a minor situation preventing Owens from work on the show. I did not check if Kevin would be ready this by Friday. I just know that he was not ready tonight, but it's nothing serious from what I'm told. Obviously, we now know that he missed out. He missed SmackDown as well. Mm. <clears throat> they had uh, a pretty cool video package for him 
money in the bank, didn't they? I, was there any context behind that or or not? It was just a video package saying, oh, here's Kevin Owens, by the way. Yeah, because he's not on the show. They've done the same with him as well. Didn't oh, they do yeah. a Cody one as well? A Cody one and a Roman one as well. Just to remind you, these people are still employed. They're just not on the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. When that, that show that they used to try sneak in as one of the big four of the year. What? That one. Money, Money in, in the, the bank. bank. I mean, arguably for a couple of years, it was better than Survivor Series. Ah, it well, felt, you're no if, slander. If, if, <laughs> Survivor Series hasn't felt, let's be honest, Survivor Series hasn't felt like a big four how, since, how since, dare you? since they had NXT come in and clean house. How dare you? I am team blue all the way. Oh, How I forgot because we're meant to pretend that, that they're at war for, all the, for the whole year. War, yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on, mate. Is this Keep the war that the same people that got brain worms? What? <laughs> <laughs> How dare yeah, you mate. slander Survivor Series like that? I'm fully okay. invested when, in the war. When, when was the last good Survivor Series? 2002? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Oh, the really good one. Uh, oh, so, oh, so we're saying the 2019 one that involved NXT was absolute shit. Okay, right. That, cool. Oh, you no, know no, I'm, just, I'm referring <laughs> to your favourite no, pay-per-view, mate. That was that was uh, that was the one I was I was trying to remember what year it was. So yeah. 2019 with NXT. That was right. really good. Uh, what was the one where the where like the first brand split was that 2017? 2016 was the banging one with the main event, which was like an hour long. An hour long Survivor yeah. Series one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was that six years ago? Don't worry about it. Uh, cool. 2019, we'll say the NXT was a pro. Oh, you, oh, you included that one. one. Okay, fair I'll enough. I'll include that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know how we segue from that, from Kevin Owens, but anyway. Survivor oh, Series is still a big four, and I'll hear no such thing. I'll hear no slander. They wanted, they wanted money in the bank to be a big, f- a big five when uh, Cody was going to win it in, yeah. the, in the arena, in the stadium. Yeah, and then Cody got hurt or got hurt. Roman decided he wants a fucking month off, uh, <laughs> so, so they moved it to a shed. Uh, anyway, should we get to the next point? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bellator MMA fighter Valerie Loreda revealed on Ariel Helwani's MMA Hour that she has signed a WWE developmental deal and will be debuting in NXT 2.0 soon. Nice. I don't know much about her. I don't follow MMA or, well, don't follow any MMA promotion, Bellator, UFC or otherwise. So I don't really know an awful lot about her. Um, it's, it's cool, I guess. Recognized uh, name for those that I, follow uh, MMA. I guess the thing with like them signing MMA fighters is that you've we've kind of seen now like a lot of them can transition over and be like half decent wrestlers. Yeah, they bring that air uh, of legitimacy, don't they? Like you look at Shayna Baszler and Sonia Deville and Marina Chavez doing well in um, in AW, and then you've got mm-hmm. like Brock as well, who's obviously the obvious one. Yeah. And then you've got Ronda Rousey, uh, who's like an anomaly. Uh, well, you've got Dan Seven, Ken Shamrock. Yeah, man. King Velasquez. Yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> King Velasquez in Mexico. <laughs> Bob Sapp. Bob uh, Sapp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cool. Aye. 
I've got nothing to say about that. Nothing at all. Give, give her a stupid name and colourful character. Now, do you not think? It. Do you not think they'll keep, like keep her name because she's already a well-known? No, because they've got to claim her name, so that her name's getting changed. Are you looking forward to reviewing her on NXT 2.0, Aaron? I cannot wait to review her. I can't, I can't wait. I, I can't wait for the puns or jokes that you're going to come up every week. I, I reckon <laughs> going straight into a feud with Nikita Alliance. <laughs> Feed her to oh. the lions. <laughs> we had Mandy Rose and Nikita Lions last week, and I got a whole fucking segment out of it of just puns. <laughs> <laughs> it was called a Julius Squeezers match. <laughs> That's how good it was. For those that haven't listened to it, please go and listen to not just last week's uh. NXT review, but all of them that we do. Fuck me. A Julius Squeezer match. Oh, <laughs> involved in a few, and you give me a nosebleed. Julius Squeezer matches. Let's move on. Anyway, uh, sticking with some NXT news, according to Dave Meltzer um, of the Wrestling Observer, Io Shirai's contract with WWE expires next month. So, is this next month? As in. July or next month is in August. Like, was this from last July. week? Whilst we were uh, from last, last week. week. So this I month, imagine, July. Currently. I imagine it's the end of July. All right, all right. Um, it yeah, expires this month, uh, and she has yet to sign a new deal. Meltzer reports she told multiple people in Japan that when her contract was up, she wanted to return to Japan and be closer with her family. I mean, she's she's done all she can in NXT at least. Um. She could go to main roster. How well, she, how well roster. she'll get treated is a different question. But she'll I think we'll be tag teamed with Asuka in the first Yeah, I'll say, I think we all know the answer to how to be the Kabuki Warriors 2.0. Yeah. It, you it, should I more like more like um red tie Wi Fi. Yeah, because Japan. Yeah. Aaron. Aaron. How- <laughs> Maybe, maybe just sit this one out, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think the one more is getting to <laughs> um, move it, moving on. Um, is she Garushi or something like that? There you go. There's a name for you. Bye. Five selectors learned that as recently as this week, there have been serious discussions about bringing NXT star Solo Sokoa to the WWE main roster. Uh, they said we haven't heard the brand associated with the discussions. With these discussions, but his brothers, the Usos and Cousin Roman are technically on both Raw and SmackDown. They hold both sets of world and tag team titles because, you know, Monopoly. Um, there have been discussions in the past about possibly bringing Sokoa straight to the main roster and bypassing NXT altogether. Uh, I mean, they, they need someone to take the pin in multi-man matches, I suppose. Wow. Come on. Am I wrong? Am I, are you going to tell need, me I'm wrong? Well, they've got a perfectly good Jimmy Uso there, mate. <laughs> ah, nah, 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 nah. They're tag champs. They can't afford to lose. They, 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 li- they literally lost like three times in the last like week. Do you know what I'd it. like? To, do you know what I'd like to see? Rather than him just come straight in, I'd like to see them do a similar story like they did with Jay, where he wouldn't join, he wouldn't acknowledge him, and we get a similar thing to that. And eventually, that's how he joins. But it's an uneasy thing. Like Solo Sokoa comes to the main roster and says, "Like I want to do it on my own." Yeah, I know my, my brothers, cousins are there and stuff, but I, I want to run my own. I want to run it straight, Aaron. 
want to do my own thing, but then he eventually has to join them. I'd like to see that rather than just throwing him straight in because we know that's going to happen eventually. Yeah, but what, what they're more likely to do is just have him win the IC and the US title and unify them and then have all the belts on the bloodline in like a monopoly. And then the prophecy will come full circle. Yeah, they'll, 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 try and, they'll try and get in Naomi back to fucking give it all the belts. <laughs> Backstep politics. Aye. Um, but yeah, Solar Segura is good. Um, he will join them eventually. I'd like to see them do a little bit more of him in NXT. At least have a North American title run. Maybe not the NXT Championship. I think we discussed this last week, didn't we? Yeah. Aaron? Which title we see him going for. I think the North American title picture probably suits him better. So it'd be nice to see him do something there before they bring him up. So at least it, whether they acknowledge it or not, I don't know. But he comes in with something other than just being the Usos' brother. Uh, so Sokoa can't win the NXT title because sadly, Digiri Dickhead is going to be the one to dethrone Braun Breaker. He will, won't he? So, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's still going to be a while away, but. It's oh, mate, before the end of the year. Uh, it's happening. Oh, oh, see <laughs> not going into the new year with that belt. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I mean, they've, they've kind of already fucking wasted them by having them lose it to Dolph, haven't they? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they've already cheapened it. Dolph Ziggler brought the views in on those, fuck it, that mum's worth of NXT. <laughs> A whole uh, month, just one month. Just well, one. How, however long he was there for. Just was, one. Was it was it dolphin? Not the fact that it was all over the below the sixty year olds watching women and uh, men have the sex. Don't worry about it. Nah, you don't worry about that. Not not the deep kissing. No sex, <laughs> just deep kissing. Okay. Not with well, not well, with well, hedgehogs, just normal people. Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! I, imagine getting asked by your fucking your your boss. Hey, can you shove your tongue down that boy's throat for the next couple of weeks? I know you've just met him. I know you've just met we him. Get to know each other really well. <laughs> Fuck me! Right, this is a news podcast, not <laughs> the NXT review. Uh, Aaron, do you want to read the next bit of NXT news for us, please? For Aaron, first warning. What we got? I will put you in the waiting room. I will do the rest of this without you. Don't you dare lower the tone again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's run it straight together, boys. Let's run it straight. Yeah. Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer. That's a great segue, by the way. Ah, it was, wasn't it? WWE is considering call-ups to the main roster for NXT 2.0 wrestlers Sangha and Zion Quinn WWE really believes that Quinn is the total package that uh, was Lex Luger, that Lex was, Luger mate. <laughs> one that was Lex Luger two that finisher says otherwise it's, finish, it's just like a leaping forearm it's not even like a phenomenal <laughs> forearm it's just it's just a running forearm. <laughs> he jumps and flies it's not even like he runs into them he literally jumps into them like who was it that done it? Like Shane McMahon's uppercuts where he just bounced off them. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of them. Haruka! It's crap. <laughs> it's absolutely wrong. He's got a great look. Not so good at promos. 
Uh, his in-ring stuff leaves a lot to be desired. Not so good at getting the wins in the past couple of weeks, but no, they've treated him like shit the last few months. He's not done anything, <laughs> honestly. Like three, four months ago, he was arguably close to being in title contention, and now he's just losing every week. Just pish. Sanga is. Just... Sanga is now Tucker Knight. Yeah, he's got the same. They've changed his gear up as well. It's not Braun Strowman's gear anymore. He was wearing he was wearing Braun from Wish's gear, <laughs> and now he, now he's just in black pants, black gloves, black elbow pads, black boots, black knee pads. He looks like default create an Asian wrestler. I don't think he was a Braun from Wish. I think that was like actual like Braun's hand me downs. <laughs> it was just like we haven't got any ring gear for you. Just go go and lost property. You know, like when you forget Listen, your PE kit at school. Listen, mate, we've got budget cuts here. We're gonna have to just give you like the, this fella's old gear. Don't worry about it. And he just looks at it and he's like, right, okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wait, uh, just wait for the fucking train noises. <laughs> we'll see what happens to that. Uh, anyway, next up, according to WrestleVote, Stephanie McMahon held a company-wide meeting before Money in the Bank, and it was generally well-received. PW Insider claims uh, claims that said meeting was about pushing that WWE is, quote, one big family. Fightful Select added WWE officials addressed talent on Saturday ahead of the Money in the Bank uh, event. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, as reported by WrestleVotes, Nick Khan and Triple H addressed talent at a meeting Saturday afternoon, which was said by many that we'd spoke to to be positively received. All three were all, uh, sorry, all three are well generally, sorry, what does that say? All three are well generally well liked by talent. That's a sentence. Uh, and Stephanie McMahon seems to be, hey? That's a typo, that means. You talked out of your elbows. <laughs> Uh, right uh stephanie mcmahon seems to be outright adored based on those who we've heard from all three also attended ufc 267 uh right up the street immediately after the show it was reiterated that triple h is back working full-time with the company we're told that not all talent were in attendance as there were plenty we thought they brought into town uh, sorry there's plenty that weren't brought into town one long-term talent uh said that we spoke to said that it was simply a staff meeting saying much of what talent already knew. Stephanie McMahon thanked everyone close to the meeting uh, to close the meeting. Rather uh, we're told that she had reiterated to talent that her door was always open. The meeting was unanimously positively received based on talent and staff that we spoke to. We've not heard of Vince McMahon be part of that meeting though. He was at money in the bank and still operating as usual. What do you mean still operating as usual? What are you stepping down? Booker. He's still basically he's still the booker. Great. Oh, yeah. They're great. He's still barging into fun creative meetings five minutes before the show goes on the air and ripping up the scripts, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good for Stephanie. Well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair play. I mean, it probably probably something that should have happened about 10 years ago, but, you know. Aye. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, so moving on, uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter has indicated that John Cena's next match in WWE, which at one point was rumoured to be against Theory later this month at SummerSlam, might be delayed until next year at WrestleMania 39. Cool. They're going to do what they did with fucking Rollins, aren't they? What? He's going to get fucking like beaten and like 
under 10 minutes by Cena. And then he's going to cash in on Corey after he He's got no, he's gonna cash in on Roman Reigns whilst he's fighting Brock Lesnar in the main event. Oh Christ, no, thank um, you. <laughs> well, he, but well, he's facing Cody Rhodes and then Roman doesn't get pinned because they've got theory there to eat the pin. It's problem solved. There you go. Gotta keep Roman protected. Next, ah, I, I've got nothing else to say. It's fine, that. mate. We can move on That's if you've it. got it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. We've seen John Cena. His last match wasn't the greatest. I think I said this last week in the news. Like, it's done for Cena. Like, he can't, he's not allowed to do much anymore. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, there was a lot of rest holds in that Roman match. Yes. Fear the rest hold. Oh, sorry, <laughs> lot. We're not talking about FTR, mate. Um, Uh, next up, Per Meltzer Wrestling Observer, something cool. Um, there are some in WWE who are high on Montez Ford and want to push him as a single star, especially with his new physique. Right. Where the fuck did this physique come from? Like, almost like overnight, he looked like he'd just eaten himself. A bottle. Eating, eating too many whams, mate. <laughs> it's been on the wham water. <laughs> Swole juice. <laughs> I mean, I, in fairness, I, I, he looks like an absolute unit now. He's I need stacked. To, I need to have a look at this because I haven't, I didn't really pay attention to that much. So let me just have a little Google of Montez Ford. Man, man is a thick boy. Man is thick AF. Man, man's got. Big I mean, he was already like a big lad. He, no, he was athletic. He was. He was. Not slight a bit, but he was just very toned. He looked more like a basketball right. player. But, but now yeah, he's now he's just trying to get through all his uh, all his god his good tweets that he puts out on fucking Twitter. Bear with me. Ooh, oh, Christ alive! Man Hi. looks like a parallelogram. A parallelogram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he does. Look like he's fucking ate himself. My man, looking thick. Yeah. What's funny is I, I wasn't aware of it until the other day. Someone said, have you seen the pictures from when he first came into NXT? Looks completely different. When he first got signed by NXT, look at his pictures. He looks like a different bloke. He's got like a weird comb over and like a big beard and glasses and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been spoken about for a little while that they 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 think highly of Montez Ford and that eventually there will be some sort of singles run. Didn't he have a match against Reigns like a few months ago that people were yapping on about I, I didn't see it myself yeah he did yeah apparently it was impressive in that oh, which I think Jesus. was the... I've just seen a picture of him when he just joined the NXT yeah. yeah yeah it's wild set Angelo Dawkins better go job hunting go down to the fucking Dole office get your name signed on mate fucking <laughs> hell come on yeah yeah Moving on. Man's going to be Earl Hebner in the car park. <laughs> Wait, wow. <laughs> Moving on. Dave Meltzer <laughs> reported... You'll just tell other people's merch. <laughs> Dave Meltzer reported on the Wrestling Observer Radio that Aaliyah is currently out of action with an injury. The nature of this issue was not revealed. My heart fucking aches. Oi, 
you may not like her, but it's not nice if someone's injured, mate. Don't be harsh. Hold on, Troy. What did you say about her on Discord the other day when I said she was in? <laughs> I said, I, I said, and I'll tell you exactly oh, what on, I said. Hold on, what did, didn't you say? Is injured another word for shit? Yeah, <laughs> she is shit. But yeah, she is shit. But that's not me going. Oh, my heart bleeds for her because she's injured. Being sarcastic because she's injured. That's a different thing, mate. Come on, play the game, prick. Anyway, she's been there for about fifteen years. They've done precisely nothing with her. And I, again, I said on Discord, I don't like it. I don't like to hear when anyone loses their job. But how she's still employed there baffles me because she was in NXT for fucking years. They changed her name. They gave her multiple gimmicks. They called her up to the main roster. She They've done nothing with her. She must do, because I, I, I don't see... You must know where he's buried some of the bodies, surely. <laughs> <laughs> She's just... She's just walked into a room and seen Vince and Johnny Ace like chopping someone up with a hacksaw. And they just stopped and gone, you will keep you for life, job for life. Like, <laughs> um, speaking of someone else who might have a job for life, Dana Brooke took to social media to explain she got into a bad car accident this week. Uh, but, she, uh, but she's doing good and she'll be back in no time. She said, much heart emoji to the hashtag WWE Universe. The support and love standing up for me, just like Troy stands up for WWE. Um, the reason why I was not on Raw last week was BC. I got into a bad car accident, and past week I was doing good and will be back in no time. I really appreciate the love and couldn't ask for a better fan support heart emoji. Cool, shit. Yeah, I, I thought I'd read it like she wrote it just because it might make it funnier. Ah, it didn't. Like, okay, no. <laughs> It made it awkward. It was about as fucking blank as Dana Brooks' personality. Speedy uh, recovery. That sounds yeah. like a nasty car accident. Yeah. Again, uh, cool. I, I'm saying cool. Like, oh, she's in a car accident. Fair enough. Get better. But yeah, well, soon. Do, do we want to see her on TV? There you go. There's your answer. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, there aren't many women left in the women's division, so anything's better than nothing. Because the fire at <laughs> the moment. Telling them a hush hush. <laughs> Next article. Next article. Uh, right. Nathan Fraser took to Twitter last Tuesday night to update fans on his whereabouts. Right. <laughs> Dealing with a little injury right now. I'll be back before you know it. I'm still pleased to be here. <laughs> I was trained by Seth Rollins. Don't you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Speedy recovery, Mr. Fraser, I guess. Yeah, cool. You'll be seeing me doing Phoenix splashes in the near future. Because my mentor does them. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully, he'll be getting a voice transplant. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's everything for WWE news. Let's move on to AEW. What have we got first? AEW will be hosting uh, a panel at San Diego's Comic-Con event. AEW, heroes and villains, join some of the biggest stars of TBS's AEW Dynamite and TNT's AEW Rampage as they take to the San Diego Comic-Con stage for the first time to give a ringside view of the wildly popular wrestling promotion. 
The Q&A will feature a conversation with AW stars, uh, Mr. Mr. CM Punk, Jade Cargill, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, Brian Danielson, and will be moderated by AW commentator Excalibur. This discussion will dig into the heroes, villains, and championship quests through the eyes of the biggest names in wrestling. AW Dynamite airs every Wednesday, 8 or 10, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, it was just a tweet saying when it was on. Uh, but yeah, that sounds quite cool. Uh, yeah, that's, I forgot to put the date on there, didn't I? Uh, that's the same date as Card of Honor. So, not Supercard of Honor, um, Death Before Dishonor. So, a lot of people there who won't be appearing on the Ring of Honor show. What's also interesting about this that I thought would make it a bit more newsworthy, other than the fact it's very cool that they're at San Diego Comic Con, um, that's a big deal, is WWE once did a panel at San Diego Comic Con uh, in 2011. Couple of weeks after um, a certain fellow walked out of the company, um, and uh, he he shown up with the belt and cut a promo on the fake champion John Cena and Triple H, Damn. and obviously, obviously, Punk's on the panel there, and MJF's done a similar sort of thing. I reckon we might see another little thing similar to that. What do you think, Aaron? What punk where he goes for he does he cuts a promo on... no MJ MJF showing up and like surprise motherfucker in the, the thing. Oh ah, to be fair, that's a shout. Yeah, because yeah. we've not seen him for the past couple of weeks. It makes sense. And not seen him are, for like a... there's gonna be cameras there and they're gonna catch it. It makes sense. I yeah, I'd go with so it. what what did what um what he did with Punk with, with Comic Con when he was off for like that two weeks when he walked out, um, because he was just itching to get him back, was uh, they had like they were, when they were doing the question and answer bit, they had Punk just walking. Uh, I've got a question <laughs> and just kind of like grab the microphone and then start like cut the promo on Triple H. I, I can see them doing the same thing with MJF, um, here, especially because they keep paralleling Punk and MJF on stuff. Yeah, makes sense actually. I'd go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. New Japan president Takami Abari has revealed he'd like to see the Forbidden Door 2 events take place in Japan. Uh, he said, in my opinion, there are some wrestlers who were unable to come to the US at the last minute. There's wrestlers and matches I would like to see. I would like to see a continuation of this event, Abari told uh, Tokyo Sports. I think there is a need to see this event in Japan. The 50th anniversary year is a good opportunity to make it happen. I think there are some AEW wrestlers who would like to compete for the Japanese fans. Um, uh, well, Tetsuya Naito would like to compete, but nobody invited him. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> a point, yeah. Fucking hell. Gen- genuinely, no one invited him. He put it out. Like, well, that's it. fucking mental. How have you not got anything for him? Ricky Starks was trying to, like, trying to, like, get a match going with Naito. He said, he, Ricky Starks and Naito like did a back and forth on Twitter. Like, mo- like literally, like, the day it got announced. They said we got Thunder Rosa and Tony fucking Storm. Surely, in theory, you could have just oh, had no. Naito replace Sting and have Sting at ringside. Takagi and Tanahashi were already in that match. Itakashi, sorry, oh. my bad. 
Mm. Or you could have you could have had Naito replace Aromu since the robot's pull up. True. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. On, a, on, on a more positive note, um, that's cool. Like potential for a second or even I, I think there was chat of it possibly eventually maybe being an annual event. Well, yeah, like the on the press conference, like Tony said, like it it's already been like financially viable to do another one. Mm. So they will there will be another one. Yeah. Um I like the idea of them doing like doing it every six months, do one in America, one yeah, in Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, like the is it the ashes? They go back and forth between Australia and, and England. Like yeah. kind of like that. Like the Ashes meets but, Survivor series. Yeah, even even like um the fact that because uh, it was like, the way it was structured, we were talking about it on uh, the review. It was very much like a New Japan pay-per-view where they have like a lot of multi-man matches to kind of get the crowd like yeah, yeah, hyped yeah. up. And then they'll start putting singles matches on mm-hmm. with like a bit more like higher stakes. Right. Um, but one one thing that would be cool to do is like obviously you've got like the G1. That's it's quite early for the G1 this year. Usually it's like it's going to like early September, whereas it's like July to August. It's like it started two weeks. Mm. It'd be quite cool if they did it like sort of October time. So between like all out and um, full gear, where there's not really anything going on in AEW, yeah, yeah not yeah. really anything going on in New Japan either. Mm. And you've got you've you've got that there. You've got something um, to build to, in what normally would be like a lull period. Yeah, I mean, they definitely definitely left it left the door open for a few bits and bobs anyway to happen on like a show in Japan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like there was, there was still like a lot of teasing that there was going to be a rematch between Okada and Hangman. Um, yeah, Jericho's mentioned he wants to wrestle Suzuki and Osprey in Japan, so we'll probably have one or both of them mm-hmm. in the next couple of months. Um, and obviously, Punk versus Tanahashi is another that like yeah, we yeah. were meant to be and get to see. A lot but, to look yeah. forward to, definitely. Yeah, I am. Um, I thought it was a pretty fun show. It wasn't wasn't the best AEW baby, but it wasn't wasn't a bad show. Wasn't the worst, definitely not. Mm, wasn't a bad show. It was a good show. What we got next up? I think it's you, Aaron. Uh, the original plan was for the Young Bucks to win the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles at Forbidden Door, according to Wrestling Observer News. Uh, that would have set up a future match with the AEW Tag Champs, but the Bucks were on board with changing it. FTR winning and an eventual match between the two teams with all four belts that being the AAA, AEW, Ring of Honor, and IWGP on the line. Me and Big Tasty book this on uh, the AEW podcast this week. How how long is it before we get FTR as like Impact champions and they just do a Kenny as a belt collector? I mean, that's what they're doing. That's what they're basically doing. Yeah. Um. The only the only tag titles that they need to they need to really add to that, I'd say, are the GCW and the Impact ones. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, I know Aaron wouldn't be against seeing a FDR hitting a big rig on Ali Catch, would you mean? Oh, I'd I'd lo- I'd, I'd I'd go in. FTR is my favourite team. That's how strong that is. He'd absolutely miss everywhere. Oh, I'd miss all over the place. He'd miss all over himself and have to get a tissue. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, me, me and Big Tasty think 
that it's going to be a two out of three balls match at all out. Okay. That's what we think. Cool. Uh, well, if, you want, if you want to know what else uh, Tacey and Jay think, do go and check out our AEW review. Uh, it was a bumper one this past week. Forbidden Door, Blood and Guts, and Rampage, and, and just about everything else. I was a big one. We need to die about we covered because we're trying to change the schedule. That's it. Uh, next up, we'll move on. Uh, a few more bits of AEW news. Uh, with his injury on Wednesday's Dynamite in the news, um, attention has been called to Santana possibly being unhappy in AEW. This tweet is being interpreted as a countdown until his contract expires. There's also speculation amplified by a discussion on Fightful's YouTube review of Blood and Guts that there's been a failing, uh, sorry, a falling out of some sorts between Santana and Ortiz. It's been pointed out that they haven't worked as a two-man tag in months and no longer stand next to one another in group promos. Santana has been taking indie bookings without Ortiz. What do you think of that? Bloody hell. It's a weird one because, like, when you kind of so first off the injury that was like just unfortunate. Like, literally, he was in the he was in the match for like thirty seconds. First Shit, spot, really? First spot he did. First spot he did. He did like a um uh and he just like you just see his knee just fucking go. Oh dear! And then he tried, he kept like getting up to try and like get back in the match, thinking he just like kind of jarred it, mm. and then just go and strike crumpling back down. I was like, yeah, he's, he's fucked. Oh, um, but yeah, it, it is interesting because I didn't really think too much of this. Uh, in January, he put something out saying like he wants to kind of be more of a singles guy, right? And then he he did like the match with Gresham at Terminus. He did a match with Jericho. Um, I hadn't even noticed that they had not really been teaming together. No, it, I I didn't even notice Santana wasn't in the match. To be honest, but I'm blood and guts. Yeah, I because he I, went out so early. Yeah, I thirty seconds. I only noticed at the very end, like he wasn't on the top of the cage celebrating with everyone mm. else. Yeah, um, is it is very? Uh, I'd say it's very interesting. Like, it's a shame he's proud and powerful as a tag team. I fucking love him. So if there is tension or they're splitting or whatever, it's definitely a shame. I mean, to they're, hear. they're a good like. Good singles act as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and the OTs had a match with Jonathan Gresham in Beyond Wrestling, which was mm. really good. Yeah, yeah. His match with Jericho wasn't terrible. Mm. It was fine. Um, let's have a look. When was the last time that Santana and OTs actually teamed up? Just the two. It's your hold music. Fucking hell. So exclude when it's just the two of them and excluding like the casino battle royal, they haven't oh, the last time they teamed up was February. Against Jericho and Hayes. We're in July now. Yeah. Christ. Although Santana's a couple of interesting looking at singles matches. Yeah, the match was Speedball and Warrior Wrestling. Mm. I'm going to no. check out that one. Aye. Yeah. Uh, what have we got next then? Uh, it is me. So uh, Revolution Pro Wrestling from here in the UK has announced that Pac will make his first defense of the All-Atlantic Championship next Sunday, the July the 10th, at Network in Sheffield. 
They'll be facing Red Pro's own Shota Umino, who also competed that Forbidden Door team in with Eddie Kingston and Wheeler Utah against the Jericho Appreciation Society. Nice. Ah, you better send Sheffield for you, boys. Hey, the <laughs> worst places to go, mate. That's not that far. Much for worse. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Sheffield's all right, pal. It's only like an hour on the train. I was implicating that it was Sheffield being shite. That was all. This is glossed on whatever. Yeah. Go yeah. shite, Sheffield. Sheffield. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, to, to be fair, we knew that that's what this title was for, was to go around the world, defend it in other companies. That's what the title was made for. So We, we, we even... Um, we we even speculated that he's probably gonna just be because Pac's like based in Newcastle that he's just gonna be going around like the UK and doing a lot of defences. Oh, watch we- him turn up for the fucking Progress Deadly Viper tour. There's oh, one yeah, in he's, Newcastle. He's gonna be on that Newcastle show. Yeah. Um, he'll probably be in North Wrestling a lot. I imagine he'll probably show up in TNT at some point. I'd like him to show up in Progress. I'd like him to be at the twenty four seven show. I don't think it'll be at the twenty four seven show. Ah, it's only two weeks later. Not even, yeah, two weeks yeah, later. Yeah, but but there's the other fact that Ring of Honor's death before this honor's the day before. Uh, you think it'll be on that? I wouldn't be surprised if he defended the bells on that. Okay. It's cool though, as you say, going about with it, different promotions around the world. Really, really yeah. cool. Really cool. Opens I, up I like a lot of opportunities. It, I like exciting matches. Yeah, I like the idea of Pac just showing up and calling out like the local tubs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the local Who wants tubs? Aye. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up, appearing on the CEO Gaming Twitch channel, Kenny Omega confirmed that THQ Nordic will be publishing the upcoming AEW Fight Forever video game. Sweet. THQ Nordic publish, uh, was it All Stars? Uh, no, THQ who are now a defunct company, published uh, the WWE games. Yeah, your Smackdown v Raws, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, THQ yeah. Nordic. It's weird because they went post um, as THQ. So THQ Nordic is essentially like... A two become one thing, it, is it? No, it's... I'm trying to think how to kind of like phrase it. So essentially, there's, there's like publisher that bought up all of the licenses that they could from THQ that were available all the, all the ones that were available uh, that were just kind of floating around they bought up oh so, so it's, it's like Rangers being bought by Rangers Sevco but it's definitely yeah. still Rangers that's, that's, <laughs> that's literally what I was trying to say yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, All Stars yeah. was THQ uh, yeah there you literally, go then. I'll listen to what I've said yeah Literally just explained it, and you just oh, heard what you said. <laughs> heard what you said. I always hear what you say. Like another com- a shell company that bought out the oh. rights to what they could. Yeah. UK had the rights to WWE, which is why they don't. They do the games. Yeah. There we go. THQ Sevco, am I right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, last bit of AEW news. Uh, to Biggin, Alan uh, Angels. Oh, quick one as well. Sorry, I forgot to put in. Uh, Kenny Omega did also give an update on his future during that uh, thing. Yeah. Where he said, um, if re- if his rehab takes like one more kind of big, 
like sort of stumbling block. He's probably going to retire, which was like Oof. obviously huge. Hopefully, that won't be. A case, but yeah, how old is he? Like early forties, late thirties, yeah, early. Late. Okay. Hold on, let me. I thought he was like forty-one. Could be wrong. I thought he was like thirty-eight. Uh, he, he is thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Boom! Bang on the money. Right, good, good old Tyson. Talk about the last bit. Alan Angels has removed all references to AEW from his social media profiles, and has published an email address for future bookings. Uh, with F4W Online's Brian Alvarez reporting that his contract has indeed expired. He recently debuted for New Japan Strong, tagging with Dark Order stablemate Evil Uno. Speaking to Fightful's Sean Ross Sapp, Angels revealed that his AEW contract does expire on June the 30th, which would make him a free agent on July the 1st. He said, my contract, I was told about a month and a half ago, um, that they're not going to re-sign me. They did offer me a per appearance, which I decided not to take, just solely based off what I thought was best for me. I feel there is more room to grow outside AEW right now, and at this point, at uh, this point in my career, it's nothing against AEW or Tony Khan or any of the other higher ups in the business. It's a personal thing. I feel me going on the indies and showing people what I can do and showing people that I'm a good fucking wrestler. I feel this will raise my stock. Um, I feel that this will raise my stock. I'm not saying it's impossible to do that in AEW, but I guess that's I guess the perception how fans perceive Alan Angels is. I'm the bottom guy in Dark Order, and I feel I can change that outside of AEW. It's possible in AEW, but I feel it would take longer. On top of that, I never got to have a great indie career. I was on the indies for three years, got lucky, and got scooped up. As a wrestling fan, being an indie wrestler and doing cool-ass indie shows, that's the thing I want to do. There are plenty of places to make money in pro wrestling right now. That's not to say I won't be back in AEW. Maybe I will. I don't know, but that's pretty much it. They offered me something. I felt it was better for me not to. That was all it was. Angels has gone on um, since then to debut for Impact Wrestling. There you go. And come in Alan Angels and GCW then? Probably, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. he's a good wrestler. <clears throat> I mean, he had those two bangers with Kenny Omega, didn't he? Yeah. One one of which that got him signed. Um, but yeah, as he, as he kind of said, he didn't really get the opportunity to showcase it because he was just like, he did go from being like just another member of the Dark Order to... I mean, like bear in mind, he was scooped up like at the peak of COVID times. Oh, yeah. Was when like, it was, like, yeah. He was saying to essentially, oh, you had a great match against Kenny. We need numbers. Come on. Yeah. That's everything for AW News. Let's, uh, let's crack on with the rest of the world. What we yeah. got first? So uh, the the last week of July is going to have a few bangers around. Knocking about, isn't there? Oh, uh, yeah. Jordan Gresham against Konsuke Takeshita was announced as the main event of Terminus 3, which was, is set to take place on the 21st of July. Yes, please. Damn. That'll be... Yeah. All I've seen him in is a battle royal, so... He's very good. He's going on on a fucking tear at the moment as well, just wrestling all all these fucking, like, exciting matches against up-and-coming guys and then, like, three matches against guys like Gresham. He had a bang with Hangman the other week. 
I'm not familiar with him at all, but I hear often you guys, uh, Jay certainly, and and various others on our Discord speaking very highly of him. Uh, And his name does seem to be everywhere. The moment they announced him uh, for, we mentioned earlier, the the Progress Deadly Viper Tour. So I think he's doing two of those shows, is he? Sheffield and Newcastle. Sheffield and Newcastle. Yeah. Um, He reminds me a lot of a Carter. Like, he's that good. Like, I think he's... He's only 27, so he's, he's only going to get better. Like, he's literally, like, coming into his prime right now. So I imagine that he's going to be, in the next two or three years, like, a big player. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in the rest of the world, New Japan Strong Tag Team Title Tournament um, to become the first winners of the tag titles. Uh, Daniels and... Sorry, Christopher Daniels and Yuya Amura. Versus uh, Aaron Solo and Nick Camarato of the Factory. Uh, the Mighty Don't Neils, Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste, formerly TM61. Uh, versus WCWC, Jorel Nelson and Royce Isaacs. Uh, the Stray Dog Army, Barrett Brown and Mysterioso. What a name. Uh, <laughs> versus the Midnight Heat, Eddie Peril and Ricky Gibson. Uh, and then the final quarter, the final first round match, Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis versus... Uh, Dark Orders, Alan Angels, and Evil Uno. I assume this is pre-recorded then. Um, no, no, because no. it's, um, it's it's going recorded. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just that that because of crossover, they've kind of yeah. got these guys on. Um, I say that actually, it may it may have been it may have, they like. These matches may have been pre-recorded. I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, um, I, can, I can see you as the open taking that. To be I can see Aussie yeah. open all the mic taking it. Yeah. Um, or WCWC, a team that have been kind of like used quite frequently. Um, Mighty Don't Neil, is, is it the original Mighty Don't Neil? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And they, they have the trio with the owner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I is think Aussie much- Open are probably winning that. Yeah. They're, they're the logical choice. Yeah. Uh, next up, <clears throat> uh, more, I say more local promotion, a UK-based promotion at least. Uh, Progress have announced that Driller, Dan Maloney, will join Gene Money, Spike Treve, Kid Lycos, Robbie X, Axel Tischer, Dean Allmark, and his 0121 teammate, Manlike Reese in the Thunder Bastard match. At Progress's 24-7 show on the 24th of July uh, at the Camden Electric Ballroom. Uh, the other match announced for that is Charles Crowley against Maggot as well at the moment. Yeah. Uh, they've yes. also got Swerve appearing in some And Nick Wick. And Nick Wick, yeah. yeah. Which um, they've been, they've been um, who Nick Wayne's going to be facing today. Oh, and uh, Ricky Ricky Knight Jr. as well, I think, is there. Yeah. But to be fair, it wouldn't surprise me if they face each other. Well, uh, look, looking at um, looking at the consensus on uh, Twitter, everyone seems to want Callum Newman to be the guy who faces Nick Wayne. Okay. Understandably so. Because um, that would be fucking silly. But yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah, there's still tickets available for that Progress 24-7 show. Um, um I think I'm off for it. I'm really toying with it. I am going. Uh, so, kiss a shout. 
if you are too uh yeah it looks like it's going to be uh, another banger as are as is the case rather for all progress shows yeah that's uh aaron do you want to take the next one because the one after is to do with tnt uh Mance Warner is officially returning to Major League Wrestling for the first time in two years. The promotion announced today on their Instagram that Warner will be a part of the Fury Road event in El Paso, Texas. I should have really talked this accent like this, shouldn't I? Yeah. What the fuck are you... What's that? <laughs> Man, order refreshing me. It's really raspy voice, baby. Do I know Mance Warner? What does he look like? Let me um, have a look. I... I've got something to tell you about that when we finish record. That's the way. I, I already know. I already know <laughs> about it. Yeah. Oh, him. He looks a bit like the guy that's in Guardians of the Galaxy that's fucking Yondu's like second in charge. You motherfucking ha boys. Yeah. <laughs> he was a fucking mess last night, wasn't he? Oh, he got a bit blood soaked like. Uh, one, one minute you was fine, and then Alex Cologne hit him with with the door, and he just fucking was a mess. <laughs> He's a oh, mess, and there's that. a there's a kid in the very front row just staring at him like. <laughs> Does he do the old death match? No, it was a street fight. It was, no, it, was, it, was just, it was just like a stick man, like no holds barred match. Yeah. It wasn't like a proper death match. Oh, okay. He just, he just took this like door to the face, and then <laughs> was just like piss and blood everywhere. Yeah, Christ. Um. It was a fun matter. Very fun. Um, but as of recording tonight, is backyard wrestling where we're fighting yeah. in a garden. Let's go. <laughs> um, moving on. Um, poor Troy's uh, brainworms start activating. Uh, <laughs> TNT Extreme Wrestling have announced the tournament bracket for Project X. They're like, well, well, get into it now. Um, so in the opening round, we've got. Kid Lycos 2 versus Nico Angelo. Joe Lando versus... Uh, they're both of Lycos Gym as well. Joe Lando versus his close personal friends, teammate Maverick Mayhew. Uh, Leon Slater versus Callum Newman. Maverick... Uh, wait, Maverick Mayhew. Uh, and um, Danny Black versus Man Like the Reese. I don't know why it's... Put uh, <laughs> the same match in there twice. Um, <laughs> so good, you want to see it, it twice. I mean, I do like Joe Lando. He's very good. <laughs> uh, the winners of the four matches will then go on to the Project X match, which will take place above the ring, um, which is definitely not an Ultimate X match Wait. or Elevate. Where's Rhino when you need them? I, I, <laughs> I, really I really want it to be Elevation X. Rhino is the I, only man to be in all Elevation X matches. <laughs> the fuck is an all, Elevation all X match? All two of them. <laughs> oh. Impact basically when they were trying to come up with like random matches because they've got Ultimate X where it's got like the structure right. and then it's got the cables in between. Yeah, yeah, Elevation yeah. X where it was just two guys fighting on top of that. What? Yeah. So right, <laughs> right James Storm and AJ Styles in Elevation X. How do you win that match? Hey, you throw the guy off. Yeah, you throw the guy off. Yeah. Bro, that sounds naff, that. Uh, why you why think there was hey. only two of them, mate? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't hey. great, but it was funny to see. Um, hey. That being R- said... Rhino was a veteran of the Elevation X match, I tell you. Yeah. Veteran, all, all two. All two of them, <laughs> that, that being said, I think it's probably going to be more like an Ultimate X match. Um, 
based on the the kind of like style of the guys who are in it. It's just um, weird that they've put take place above the ring, but yeah. I think he means because there's a cable, but I, yeah. I also try in the hardest not to call it Ultimate X because that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I don't want to get sued. Um, also <laughs> on the card, Mark Askins will defend his Ultra X Championship against Scotty Rourke and Robbie X in a triple threat, as well as the sequel to one of my favourite matches of the year so far, Scotty Too Hearty vs G Money 2, baby! Electric Boogaloo. Can he wait? That'd be good. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be fun. Aye. Might even try and get out for that. Mate, yeah? See. See. Let me got, know. Got, got a lot going on this month. Uh, speaking of which, uh, our final bit of news uh, and final local-ish or UK-based promotion, uh, new promotion in London, Coliseum Pro have got their first show on the 16th of July. Uh, so coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, matches announced for that so far are Doug Williams and Joel Redmond against Leighton Buzzard and Theo Doris. Uh, Aurora Tevez versus Regina Rosendahl. Jack Stack Daddy Shreddy versus the Alpha Male Yeston Reese. Uh, Harley Hudson against L.A. Taylor. Warren Banks against Sheik El Sham. Uh, Kira Kamara against Ronnie Knox. Levi Muir against MVK. And the Kings of the North against uh, the 87, that being uh, Alexander Roth and Roy Johnson. So a fucking awesome show. Look forward to uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, tickets available right now. Easton Reese and the 87 are in danger. Why's that, mate? Because they're against Shreddy and the Kings of the North. <laughs> you like them a bit, don't you? I love Shreddy. He's fucking great. <laughs> He's just uh, like one Stein. It was a Geordie. <laughs> You've got uh, Shreddy. So that's, that's, love. that's the news. That's everything for this week. We've got through it. Even, even if we did get off to a, a rancid, rancid start with your filth, Aaron. Your grime. Why am I getting the blame for this? Your, your level of, this is a three-way conversation. You your, know. Lev, your level of Scottish humour, just bringing the tone <laughs> down, fueled on wham water. What, what, are you, what are you talking about, Troy? However, if you do like that level of grime and filth, just give the NXT podcast to listen to because it's and full you, of that. You can watch us over on YouTube as well now. Aye, you can. you can. Hey, Aaron, you know what? We're long overdue doing oh. a bad paper you watch along. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pun, puns galore. Let's go. <laughs> we, need to, we need to find another shitty WCW paper you watch. I mean, they're in abundance. Yeah. <laughs> wow. um, if you do want to watch. Dive. If you do want to watch any of our um, shitty retro watch-alongs, listen to anything else that we put out, you can follow us on all social media outlets, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next time, guys. That was the news. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Always, re- always remember, when you sweep all your shit under a rug, you're probably going to get something sneak back at years later. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. <laughs>